0: The spirit so moves you and you are listening, please follow. And if you're watching, subscribe. With either, please like and comment as I'm your grateful host, Dan Riley. Are you terrified of speaking publicly? If so, you're not alone. Experts estimate as much as 70% of the population has this fear to some degree. And as a result, many avoid situations requiring public speaking. But have they counted the cost? How many social engagements have been missed for fear of giving a toast or the anticipation of being asked to say a few words? How many jobs have not been applied for but strongly desired but for the public speaking requirements? How many promotions have slipped through the fingers of those lacking the courage to step up and give that presentation? How many career opportunities are squandered because one was afraid to speak with Mr. Bigshot in the audience. To what degree have we stifled our personal growth because we are just too damn timid to speak publicly? We ought to count the costs. They add up quickly. Do any of these scenarios sound familiar? Maybe you can go one step further even. Hell, my terror of public speaking goes all the way back to my grade school days when I thought I'd die if Mrs. Longprey or Sister Agnes called on me. So much so, I tried to hide behind the person seated right in front of me. Stay with me until the end of this video. This fear is easier to conquer than you've been led to believe. And I'm going to give you a secret that will significantly accelerate the strategies I'm about to discuss. Okay, just where does this universal fear come from? The good news is that because it is so prevalent, it has been widely studied. Psychologists categorize this fear among social phobias and disorders. The technical term is glossophobia. And at its core, the fear of public speaking comes from our primeval brain wiring. The reptilian part of our brain is hardwired to protect our reputations. For our ancestors, being part of a larger community was tantamount to their survival. And to remain part of that community, the maintenance of an acceptable reputation among the tribe was absolutely necessary. Even today, the primitive part of our brain registers rejection by our respective larger communities as a threat to our existence. In our modern world, when it comes to speaking publicly, we perceive any audience as part of our community, especially that audience that consists of co-workers. According to neuroscientists, when we contemplate the possibility of a negative outcome or outcomes, like giving a bad speech, the hypothalamus activates and triggers the pituitary gland. This in turn secretes an adrenal response, which stimulates the fight or flight response. For the would-be speaker, fighting is not an option, so they metaphorically flee. More precisely, they choose to avoid speaking. In contemporary times, we have a broader interpretation of what our community includes, which is virtually any audience. We fear being judged or looking stupid. Some even feel like an imposter behind a lectern. Others feel inferior, not worthy of speaking to people with higher social or corporate status. And yet, still among us, there are legions who have learned to bypass this antiquated wiring. In my decades of experience dealing with people in the business world who struggle with this phobia, I found they manifest this fear in one of two perceived inadequacies. Number one, the fear of content inadequacies. And number two, fear caused by performance anxiety. Oftentimes, people suffer from both. If the fear stems solely from the belief that one is unqualified to speak on a certain subject, meaning content, the process for overcoming their fear is pretty straightforward. Learn what they need to learn to become qualified on the subject. Or more precisely, it is to gain the internal confidence that they are qualified. A person gripped solely by performance anxiety, on the other hand, the process for overcoming the fear must begin with the understanding that public speaking is more a skill that can be developed than an inherent talent possessed by only a select few. Conventional wisdom defines talent as something that is inborn, a natural ability, while skill is seen as something that is and can be acquired. When listening to the great historical speakers, people often conclude they were born orators. This is patently false. Most, however, have had a tremendous passion for the cause or causes to which they spoke. Their talent lied equally in their ability to sustain such passion long enough to develop the skills which made them the great orators they ultimately became. To be sure, the constituent characteristics and inborn Physical qualities that lend to developing the skill of public speaking are not evenly distributed. But each of us are passionate enough about something, and that passion can sustain us long enough to learn the skills necessary to become an effective public speaker. As I said earlier, because glossophobia is nearly ubiquitous, it has been studied exhaustively. We not only know the causes. We know proven methods for overcoming this stubborn phobia. Here are some steps one can take to overcome the fear of public speaking. Number one, drill down. Identify how this fear is individually manifesting. Does it come from an insufficient knowledge of the subject matter or simply being too scared to get up and talk in front of an audience? Performance anxiety, in other words. If it's the former, we've already covered the first step improve your knowledge of the subject matter. Now, a common problem in the corporate environment is that people are often required to speak on matters for which they have zero passion. It's hard to become an expert on something you care little about. In this case, one needs to find an alternative aspect or a transcendent passion on the subject or a new job. Here's an example. I'll learn about boring topic X because my overall love for this job and company, it's just that important. And learning this topic will place me in better stead to be promoted and give me the opportunity to earn more money going forward. Number two, make a habit of taping yourself speaking. It is astonishing astonishing how many people are strangers to their own voice. Get comfortable with it. Grow to love it. Whether on a phone app or a tape recorder, record yourself speaking. Meetings, phone calls, Zoom calls are but a few places to employ this practice. When you play it back, listen for non-words like um and ah and filler words, you know I mean, and stuff like that. By becoming aware of our habitual speech defluencies, we start to correct them. And having clean speech is much more important than people realize. Not only are you perceive to be polished, it is a tremendous confidence booster as well. Number three, enroll in a public speaking training course. Remember, public speaking is a skill that can be learned. Training increases competency, which builds confidence, which improves performance. I participated in many excellent programs, including Toastmasters and Dale Carnegie, along with several other propriety programs. I would recommend, however, people only... Only participate in programs that, we, that require enrollees to give frequent speeches. Why? Because the two most important ingredients to improving at public speaking are feedback and practice. A good class gives both. In the description below, you can find information on a new online speaking class I recently launched. Number four, speak every chance you get. Take every opportunity that presents itself, whether it is to 5, 10, 50, 100, or 500 people. In fact, create opportunities to speak. The further and faster one pushes through and out of their comfort zone, the sooner they overcome this phobia. Practice, practice, and practice. And number five, develop a speaker's mindset. Begin to see your life as a series of presentations, presentations. Whether it be on the phone, with retail clerks, with family, at school, or at work, become aware of your speech patterns and habits. For a time, until it becomes muscle memory, see your life as a series of speeches and presentations. Begin to collect stories. Listen for stories when other people are talking. They are the lifeblood of an accomplished public speaker. I did an entire podcast on this subject, and I'll provide the link in the description below. I told you earlier I would give you a secret that would drastically accelerate conquering the fear of public speaking. Well, here it is. Becoming an effective public speaker is largely a confidence game. Let me say that again. Becoming an effective public speaker is largely a confidence game. The world is full of public speakers who are not fundamentally sound by Aristotle or Cicero's standards, but are exceedingly effective in persuading, entertaining, informing, or inspiring an audience. They are not great speakers, but they are effective speakers. Why? Because they exude a high level of self-confidence, and to an audience, confidence translates into competence. Don't misunderstand me. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you can put any confident buffoon before an audience and they'll succeed. What I am saying is that a person who is highly competent in other areas of life and who exudes an overall air of self-confidence usually wins with the audience. Now, every person is highly competent at something and has mastered at least one thing or aspect of life. One could be a fantastic dancer, a musician, an athlete, a crocheter, or even a stock picker. And when performing that activity, they are in a high state of self-confidence, a flow state. They are in the zone. As a person undertakes the journey of becoming a great public speaker, they should emulate that state, that feeling, that vibration, that state of self-confidence. Couple this state with the five steps I outlined above, one will conquer the fear of public speaking in no time. Before you resign yourself to that tired old cliche, I'm just not a speaker, count the costs. Never let it be said that you lost a raise, a promotion, a sale, a new job, because you were too damn timid to speak. If you have cocooned yourself in the comfort of anonymity, secretly yearning to do more, then take the steps to learn this invaluable skill of public speaking. It changes everything. As for my part today, that's all there is. If you're listening, please follow. If you're watching, please subscribe. With either, please like and comment. This is Dan Riley taking you on an odyssey tomorrow. Until next time, sail away from the Catch the trade winds in your sail. We're on the move now.